and welcome to Meet the AYO, the Australian Youth Orchestra's podcast. I'm Katie and I'll be one of your hosts for today's show along with my colleague Simone who is here in the studio. In this episode we will be having a chat to one of the guest artists from our upcoming Momentum Ensemble concerts, Seven Last Words, which will be in Brisbane next Monday the 21st of August and Sydney on Tuesday the 22nd. Our guest will be directing Momentum Ensemble as they explore a whole host of musical works. He's taken some time out from rehearsals to talk to us today. Please welcome classical accordionist James Crabb. Hello, James. Hello. Nice to see you today. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Um, how are your rehearsals going so far? Wonderful. They've been amazing. The, the musicians are, you know, they're up for the challenge. Yeah. They're they're young, they're full of energy, and they're curious. That's good. To so, hear. I mean, we yeah, we're already having a lot of in-depth discussions about the repertoire we'll be performing, and, yeah, it's very enjoyable. Excellent, excellent. And this is part of a series, isn't it, because you were just talking about Eucaria before, and... Um, I think is it is that all part of this ensemble? So that that's all part of it. So we we our first performances in Brisbane at yes. the Queensland Library, and then a performance at the Utsun Room here in Sydney, and then uh, part of the Eucaria Twenty Four Festival, which I'm curating. Okay. So so there's quite a lot of repertoire we <laughs> we are going to be performing over the next ten days. Yeah. And is is there quite a lot to learn for the musicians? Is it quite challenging, or is it uh, exciting? Well, I, I've I've tried to make it as challenging as as possible because it's interesting to play all these you know various styles uh, and and talk about you know stylistically what we do in Vivaldi and what we do in Piazzolla and also we have a you know a really modern contemporary work as well on the program so you know they get to play all kinds of different music and that's the way I like it as well so and Piazzolla I think that was something we were talking about you you seem to you've done quite a few works with Piazzolla I think there was one recording I saw and that was with the Omega Ensemble what attracts you to this composer? Cause well, he, he played an instrument which is quite close to my own instrument. So he played a bandonian, which is a member okay. of the aerophone family, just like the classical accordion is. Um, and so the music kind of suits my instrument already. And, and I, I love the composer's music. I mean, I've, I've always played Piazzolla, and he's quite a favourite composer with audiences, so it does get programmed a quite lot. a lot. But I do <laughs> perform a lot of other things apart from Piazzolla as well. Well, we actually, we've got a recording, and we might play that. We might play it now. It's just a short snippet. Piazzolla's Death of the Angel. It's arranged by yourself, and it's performed featuring Benjamin Martin on the piano um, with the Australian Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Richard Tonietti.
the programme for the concert next week obviously includes a lot of tango. Um, we've also got Baroque music and uh, a contemporary piece by Sofia Gabaydalina. Um, what made you decide to put all these pieces together? Well, it was a, an hour's programme that I had to, you know, find repertoire for. And I thought, you know, a three-course meal is just a, it's a beautiful, balanced, you know, not <laughs> too like much. Thing. <laughs> yeah, That's and good. 60 minutes is a good time for, you know, an immersive listening experience. And so I just wanted to balance it with, you know, something fresh and, and light with the Vivaldi. And that's, a, that's actually a, a, a concerto for violin, cello, organ, and strings. Oh, okay. yep. And so basically I'm just playing the organ part, a little chamber organ part directly on my instrument. And it's, it's, it's a, you know, Vivaldi is always lovely to start a concert off when it's very optimistic. And then we have the main work is the Goodbye Lena which is a yes. contemporary work, you know, based on the last seven words of Christ on the cross, so it's slightly different subject matter. Yeah. And, then, and then we end with four different tangos mm -hmm. uh, by Piazzolla, uh, Antonio Agri, and also the Finnish composer Kalevi Aho. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a nice kind of mixture, so a little dessert at the end, so to speak. And I think we were talking just before about how this... This ensemble is a little bit different because you told me with the recording we just played that Richard actually was, he was leading by performing, he wasn't conducting. And I think you're doing something similar for these concerts. That's right. And it's, um, you know, the great thing about the Australian Chamber Orchestra is that they don't, they don't need a conductor. So they're, they're basically playing chamber music where they're all listening and all taking responsibility with a leader just, you know, with head movements and maybe just looking at the bow and body movements. And that's how I'm directing the the AYO Momentum Ensemble. And it's also a great opportunity for the young musicians to get out of sitting in a symphony orchestra with a conductor, which is marvellous, of course, but it's yep. just a completely different way of making music than when you don't have anybody actually looking at you. So they'll see the back of my head, perhaps from the oh side on oh, sometimes. Wow. And the rest that. is just little movements, you know, and so we have a leader as well who will be you know, everyone will be focused on, on her as well. And, and it, so it's chamber music without anybody really wiggling their arms about. And that <laughs> demands a lot more uh, skill and it, uh, or a different skill. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's new, but we're already having fun with it. Yeah. Do you think um, that's going to be one of the challenging parts? Because you haven't played as a group for very long and you all have to be so in tune with one another. Would you say that that's going to be challenging? Um, well, I mean, it's always a challenge when you meet a new orchestra, even if you meet a new conductor. You've, the chemistry, you've got to find a chemistry. Yeah. And if it's not kind of there naturally, you've got to somehow create it because you can't cancel the concert. Well, at least I don't. So, um, yeah. Let's so, not do that. So that's, that's what the rehearsals are really for. It's get, to get to know the musicians really quickly you know and and relate to you know communicate in a way that they understand and then you can see how far you can you can push them and challenge them and you know at the end of the day we've got to perform our first performances on monday and so we've got to be ready for that so yeah. we've we've got a certain amount of rehearsal time and we have to make sure that we are ready to go on Monday afternoon. Yeah, is, is the accordion a very common instrument to lead a chamber ensemble, or is it a little bit <laughs> no, unique? It's, <laughs> I think no, it's not. A, no, it's not. Um, but I think we're finding more and more in classical music, at least, that there's there's more and more of this kind of uh, or small orchestras playing without conductors, and you know it makes sense for the budget as well. If you don't have a conductor, it's one less you know kind of soloist uh, aspect to to a tour and. 
Well, it's just it's just healthy, you know, and it's it's the reality of, of what we're doing today. And, and many musicians, young musicians, they're not going to get a uh, a job in a symphony orchestra, so they have to be, or at least have the skills to do other kinds of work. And there's a lot of this kind of work mm-hmm. in the freelance world where you you know you just you play without a conductor, you know. Well, so. I think you even do it even if you're in a symphony orchestra. Like, I have a couple of friends, and they've just graduated. They're auditioning, trying to get into symphony orchestras, but they create their little own ensembles, and it's become quite a thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah and it's very healthy as well to, to do, you know, a whole you know, a whole, a whole different kind of um, way of making music. It's, it, it's really important to keep hone all those skills yeah. and keep them fresh as well. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I think that is what Momentum Ensemble is all about and it'll be really great it will be really great to see what they're going to pull out of the bag this time mm. it's always something new isn't it <laughs> so we'll see and we were also wondering say for for somebody who hasn't experienced the accordion very much could you maybe tell us a little ba- bit about the instrument how it works I mean we know we've got the keys we've got the buttons there's a lot going on how does it work? <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> the, really the the all these kind of squeeze boxes, as we call them. So they're all members of what we call the Aerophone family. So they all, they look slightly different, but they all function in the same way. So it's basically a mouth harmonica, which is fixed to the instrument. And mm-hmm. so instead of blowing into a mouth harmonica, the bellows do the blowing f- for the musician. Yeah. But the way that it works is exactly the same way. If you took a reed block out of one of those squeeze boxes, it would be just like a mouth organ oh, to wow. play. Mm. So yeah, it just means you can do a lot more with an accordion, obviously. So you can you can use those instruments? Would you say they're pretty interchangeable? Because obviously the Gubaidalina piece is that written for Bayern? It's written for Bayern, which is just the Russian word for accordion. So there's oh, nothing kind of, but it, but it's a classical accordion because you, you, it demands that you play melodies on both sides of the instrument, whereas yep. a traditional accordion has an umpapa yeah. accompaniment and and a melody side. So. It is for a classical accordion, mm-hmm. um, and and those kind of instruments that are built today, they have a, an extreme tonal range, and Gubaidalina also uses that to great effect. Yeah. So it's very few places where you really think you're listening to an accordion. You could maybe think it's an, an yeah. organ or a whole wind section. It's very interesting. Well, even yeah. with that piece just then, I, I, I could hear the accordion, but it was kind of mixing up with all the, the strings and the woodwind. and. Like I felt like it was really tango. Like all, all yeah. I was hearing was tango. I could hear mm. the accordion, but it just it blends nicely. It, it does. Blends nicely it's a very nice combination and a very popular combination as well for composers to write for. So it's yeah, I'm very happy. Well, that's good for I, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good for me. Um, well, thank you for chatting with us today. It's been really enjoyable, and I feel like I know a bit more about the accordion. I think do we you? all do. Too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you will be in Brisbane on Monday the 21st of August or Sydney on Tuesday the 22nd, make sure to purchase your last-minute tickets to an exciting concert featuring some of Australia's finest but also most enthusiastic musicians collaborating with leading classical accordion player James Crabb and cellist of the Goldner String Quartet Julian Smiles. Tickets are available via eventbrite.com.au for Brisbane and the Sydney Opera House for Sydney. That's all from us. Until next time.